0: Is this really Jeff Gordon's? Uh so yes and, and but to your question more directly now. <laughs> uh and I and I wasn't sure when I first... <laughs> what I <laughs> What? so the guy's name is Jeff Gordon. It's the Gordon Estate and his name is Jeff Gordon and when I first looked that up I was like, "Oh, is this like an eccentric celebrity athlete so and so their wine venture, uh, you know, but it is it is not
1: it's so not, not. Me, Jeff Gordon. It is A Jeff Gordon. I wasted like 20 <laughs> minutes looking up fun facts about the race car driver jeff gordon interject into the podcast today i'd like those 20 minutes i mean apparently this jeff
0: gordon is is very renowned in the the washington wine field so he might be the jeff gordon of of wine uh you know in that sense
2: i don't know if that's good or bad (laughs) i think that's good i like jeff gordon if that means anything which one (laughs) well hopefully the wine but the race car driver i mean This is so confusing. This is confusing. I also, I
1: also was thinking, I spent my entire shower thinking about racing puns, and you're not going to get to hear any (laughs) of those either, so.
2: You want (laughs) to drop a few right now?
1: I was going to say something about, you know, would this be uh, a first place in your, you know, in your uh, list? Yes. uh, I, I had a lot. That's
2: pretty weak, but. Does this one rev your RPMs?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, Ooh. the stuff like stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Joe, you you were some kind of
1: race car driver back in in your youth. I I, I you know I was. I still am time to time. I just don't get out there as much. But yeah, it's pretty neat. That's just not a
0: hobby
2: that most people like. Are like, oh yeah, I know. I used to. I used to totally drive. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, February, let's get out there, baby. He's pretty much the Jeff Gordon of stop wasting your
1: money. Mart- <laughs> you know, of Stop Wasting Your Wine, I might, uh, wine, I might be the closest, yeah.
0: <laughs> Welcome to Stop Wasting Your Wine, a wine review podcast where we waste our wine so you don't have to. On this episode,
1: we review... A red wine from Washington...
0: Hey everyone, welcome back, welcome back, Aaron here, and I am so excited to be joined by two of the biggest Floridians I know, Joel and Colin,
2: <laughs> so great to see you. I actually take deep offense to uh, like them, I try to be as least Floridian as I possibly can, I don't know if you're familiar with Florida Man, but that is the exact opposite of the person I want to be. Uh, Colin, were you, you weren't born in Florida, right? I was not. No, I'm, I was born in New
1: Jersey. So, so oh you, man. Have a, you have an excuse. You and now I, I live yep. in New Jersey and you're in Florida. Oh my God. and webs, we weep. It's all connected.
0: No, it's just, it's on, it's on tip of my mind. So I'm excited because tomorrow I'm getting on a flight and I'm going down to Florida and I'm going to see these two gentlemen in real life, which I oh, haven't for a very long time. You are?
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: thanks for the heads up, man. Appreciate <laughs> yeah. that. Great. That's
2: a little awkward because my calendar was actually full all week of just hanging out with Joel. So, um,
1: yeah. it actually we were going to fly to New Jersey this week. So, <laughs> yeah, we so were awkward.
2: It's really we'll just, bad timing. each there.
0: other. <laughs> no, don't mess with the <laughs> listeners. We have a lovely Disney day planned out, Colin, don't we? And a, we do, yeah, wait, and a lovely yep. Universal Day, Joel. And, and guys, we got to figure You're out right now the way the plans working out. I am seeing both of you individually. Okay. And if we make it through this week and the three of us are not in the same place, uh, that's embarrassing.
2: I I, th-
1: I think we can make
2: that happen. UCF football,
0: yeah. baby. Yeah. We're back. That's right. Yeah. Let's go. Oh.
2: Let's let's not say we're back. I'll say by, yeah, by the time
0: back. this episode airs, this will all be very, very sad or exciting.
1: <laughs> wait, wait. Let's do this. Right. Let's do this. Uh, listener, if the UCF Knights lost, please listen to the next 10 seconds. And if they won, skip ahead 10 seconds. Okay? And we're going to do... Ten seconds of being sad, and then ten seconds of celebrating, guys. Okay, starting, starting now. Okay, go. Wow, oh guys, my god, yeah, I, I hate it. it. We lost. Really, just really such bad. a bummer. Just really bad execution in all phases of the football game. Off, just well, about to it. hop off that, gust that bus. That moment when uh, that yeah, thing when happened, happened that shouldn't happen, but it happened. Yeah, changed everything. It was really bad. Okay, okay. It's been 10 seconds. Okay, celebration. We're oh back, baby. Great game. I can't believe great that game. we won that, that football Dude, game. Dude, dust bus all, all the long. way, man. Just keep it going. I'm yeah, driving the 100%. dust bus, baby. Just really executed great. in all three phases of the of the Never out of doubt. All right. There cool. you go. Great. <laughs> Super. Here
0: we are. All right, guys, so now for everyone who listens to this show that has no idea what we're talking about outside of UCF football, we are just excited to be here. We have uh, an exciting
1: wine to try. Joel, can you tell us a little bit about what we're drinking today? I would love to. Yeah, so we are drinking the Gordon Estate Syrah from 2018. This is from Columbia Valley, Washington. It has an ABV of 13.9% and we picked it up for $21. Excellent, excellent. Now, this is a wine I picked. Still trying hard
0: to pick a wine that my co-hosts don't hate, so I figured I would try something new. We have not, this year, had a wine from Washington, which is why I picked this. And then, once I picked it and saw that it was the Gordon Estate Wine by a man named Jeff Gordon, I had a quick minute of panic and thought that maybe, quite possibly, this was like Jeff Gordon, the race car driver's hobby post-retirement Uh, but it is not. It's a different Jeff Gordon. So we're gonna give a sh- we're gonna give a shot. I also love a good Syrah. Me yeah. too. And Washington is
2: known for their Syrah. That's what they do yeah. up there. So it'll be interesting to see if this one pulls through because that's that's kind of what they're known for.
1: This is the most confident I've been in an Aaron wine.
2: I would agree with that. 100%. I, am, I am excited for this. I'm feeling one. really good about it. Feeling really yeah good I
1: appreciate
0: that I, I ventured a little bit out of my normal like teen fourteen dollar <laughs> range pushing us up to like twenty yeah. 21 bucks so you know I'm hoping that that helps out a little bit you can buy it all right well I'm excited uh, for my redemption episode but before we talk more about this wine, let's learn a little bit something today this is the only
2: thing you will learn all right so we've done quite a bit of learning. Over the last uh, 16 episodes or so. And one thing we haven't really talked about is how wine is made. So over the next couple of weeks, I want to go back to the very beginning before we even get the wine in the bottle and go over the winemaking process. And I want to switch it up really? a little bit and do a little oh. uh, trivia instead of just some yeah. facts. Yeah. So we're going to yeah?
0: see- Is that what we're doing?
2: Yeah, we're going to see how it goes. It could go great. It could go terrible. So Uh uh, buckle in, but I'm excited.
1: You're going to quiz me and Aaron.
2: Yes. (laughs) Yes. So this is how it's going to work. Excellent. Yep. I have three questions here about the, today we're going to talk about harvest. So before we even get the grapes into the winery.
0: Oh, these are not things you've taught us. This is not a review. This is stuff I should, (laughs) I just know.
2: Well, and not, you probably won't know unless you've (laughs) looked up you know, winemaking, but so Okay,
0: great. Yeah.
2: Yeah, there's a twist for you. This isn't just review time. This is this is all new material. So Is there a uh, score? Am I getting graded really on this? Yeah, there is. Yeah, every question is worth a point. It's actually a competition the way I have it as as it's today. Excellent. Uh, every question is a point yes. and if you miss the question, your opponent has the opportunity to steal. <laughs> Excellent. And at the end of the couple of weeks that we're doing this, the person with the most points is the well, that the is. champion.
0: Joel it smells blood in the water.
2: <laughs> so we are only talking about one specific part of winemaking today, which, as I mentioned, is harvest. So fortunately, I was reading my book all about harvesting wine before this call. Good. So this well, is then perfect. This is this is perfect. You're going to do really well on this. Excellent. Grapes grow under the ground like potatoes, right? That. That's right. That's and yep. I, I see a lot of points for Joel in the future, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they're all multiple choice. It's not. I didn't. I tried not to make it too difficult. I know this is not a, a subject that you guys are probably versed in, so I didn't. I didn't make it too technical or anything like that. So I'm just trying to make it a, a, something you learn segment a little more fun, a little more interactive. And hopefully this accomplishes that. I'm in. Let's do it. I'm sold. (laughs) As I mentioned, we're talking about harvest and harvest is a time when wine growers make the decision to pick the grapes. There are many decisions that need to be made before the grapes come into the winery. And one of the most important decisions is when to pick the grapes off the vine because you can't have wine if the grapes are on the vine. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <Without the home laughs> All right. okay. I'm glad that I'm glad that kind of hit because I actually wrote that down. So you know, <laughs> oh, uh, should have told us that. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad it was okay. So the first question is as follows, and I asked ChatGPT to randomly select one of your names, and Aaron is going first. And remember, if Joel rigs, if Aaron gets this wrong, <laughs> you have the chance to so. I'm going to share my screen. I've written all the questions down so you can see them, but I will read them out loud just so the listeners, you guys at home, can play along, keep score at home, and see if you guys can beat either Joel or Aaron. So let's let's do it. Why don't we do this whole thing actually
1: just totally just on the screen, no no talking. <laughs> Aaron and I just read the
0: questions. <laughs> right, right and our write our answers out. the answers. <laughs> The next ten
1: yeah. minutes of silence. Yeah, absolutely. To things
0: yeah. going well. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, terrible. <Go laughs> terrible on. audio. Terrible audio. So, first question, based on what hemisphere you're in, harvest happens at two different times of the year. So, if you're in the southern hemisphere, it happens at one time, northern hemisphere happens in another. So, which two time periods are grapes usually harvested? Answer A, between August and October in the northern hemisphere and between February and April in the southern hemisphere. Answer B, between February and April in the northern hemisphere and between August and October in the southern hemisphere. C between November and January in the Northern hemisphere and between May and July in the Southern hemisphere and D between May and July in the Southern hemisphere and November and January in the Northern hemisphere. Aaron. Okay. I, I, I know I have it down to two.
0: I have it down to two because I am our social media lackey and I have seen lots of videos from vineyards recently celebrating the end of their harvest season. <laughs>
2: so
0: while you think I would be completely ignorant to this, uh, okay.
2: I'm going to say it's A. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Yeah! Between oh, damn it. August and October in the damn Northern it. Hemisphere and between February and April in the Southern Hemisphere. That's what you
0: get, Joel, for making me do all the social media. <laughs> I am impressed. I am impressed. <laughs> I'm impressed
2: too. Wow. Um, and the, the three, the, it, you know, August to October, it's a three-month spread, which is you know, when you think about picking grapes off the vine is a pretty significant spread. And there's three, well there are a lot of reasons for that, but there are three that are good to know. And the first one is grapes ripen at different times. So you'll have Chardonnay, which is an early ripening grape, versus Cabernet Sauvignon, which is a late ripening grape. The second reason is climate. Cooler regions have longer ripening periods because the grapes don't get as much sun and warmth. And then style. So you can think of ripeness kind of on a sliding scale, and depending upon the winemaker and what kind of wine they're making, you can make uh, pick decisions based on how ripe you want the grapes, less ripe or more ripe. And that actually brings us into our second question.
0: Wait, so how many points do I get? I got two points?
2: You got one point for that
0: one. Okay, one point. I'm
2: winning. One point. Whoa. One point. Right now, you're doing really well. And this is Joel. This in is trom- insurmountable trom- lead. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Doing well, though. Doing well. Thank you. Honestly, better than I thought you'd be doing after after right. the first question. You know, you so, keep making comments like that, like you proving you're wrong. So yeah.
1: I'm just I'm just <laughs> fueled by your hatred. I was gonna say, stop stop
2: fueling him. Yeah, let's do this. Where's my chance? I'm ready. So we're just talking about ripeness, and there are many different ways, some more scientific than others, to tell how ripe a grape is. Which one of these is not a popular way to determine the ripeness level of Oh, great. All right. Is it answer A, sugar level? Is it answer, sugar level of the grape, of course. B, acid acidity or acid level of the grape? Is it answer C, color of the grape leaves? Or is it answer D, color of the grape stains? Okay. I am going to go ahead and
1: say, so here's the thing. I I There's only, the, the question here, this is to, to determine the ripeness of the grape, correct? Yes. The ripeness of the grape. So, I'm going to say that they would not be looking at the color of the grape leaves to determine that. That is my final That's answer. That's right. C. That's right. Answer ah, C. You got look that at that right. deductive reasoning. Don't call it a comeback. No. I suppose
0: we were outperforming Colin's expectations greatly, and, you know, he should have
2: I am yeah. impressed. No, I'm glad. I'm really happy for you guys. This is going this is going much better for you guys than I thought it would be. So, you know, I'm really Did you build this
1: game with the possibility that we would both know all of the answers in mind or are we going to like really just blow up the whole setup of no, this game? No, no, no. I was Harry.
2: hoping. I, I intentionally made it not too easy. I mean, I mean not too difficult, sorry. Um I oh. didn't oh, I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to make it I wanted to give you guys an opportunity, so I was hoping. Oh, great. Great. So far, you've
0: given us pick the month and what part of the grape (laughs) is not helpful. I don't think that was as easy as you think (laughs) it it is. I think we're just real good. (laughs) I was a little nervous. I'm not going
2: to (laughs) lie. I wanted to talk a little bit more about ripeness, and there are actually two ways, two types of ripeness when it comes to grapes. There is the fruit ripeness, which is the sugar and the acid, and those two are really inverses of each other. As the grape ripens, sugar content goes up, uh, acidity goes down, and then and then for the sake of this conversation, I'm going to call it tannin ripeness because I don't want to get too into the weeds on it, but tannin ripeness absolutely represents what we're talking about, and that is the color of the grape seeds, and what you're looking for in a grape as it ripens is those seeds to go from green to more of a brown color, and that it gives you a good idea of how ripe the tannins can be.
0: I would 100% have gotten this question wrong. I'd be like,
1: shade
2: change colors. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you know. Now I know. I learned something. All right, and final question. This is a this is a two-pointer. If you get the first one wrong, Aaron, Joel gets a shot at answering both of them. If you get the first one right and the second one wrong, you get one point. No pressure, but boy. you have to oh, do well boy. on the first. Uh, oh, and boy. so after, you know, after a winemaker has decided to pick the grapes and they're ready to come off the vine, they have to make the decision on how they're going to pick the grapes. So the final question is, which of the following are the two most common harvesting practices? And harvesting is actually, what I mean by that is actually taking the grapes off the vine. A, we have drone harvesting, where autonomous drones are programmed to pick the best grapes off the vine. Two, we have hand harvesting, where a crew is hired to manually pick grapes off the vine. C, is vacuum harvesting where a crew uses portable vacuums to suck grapes off the vine. And D is machine harvesting, where a tractor-like machine is sent down each row of grapes at a vineyard to knock the grapes off the vine. So two of those are used, two of those are not used.
0: I would say hand harvesting is definitely one of the ways that it happens. Are you locking that in? I'm locking that in. Final answer. We okay. yes. you. Yes, 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 that
2: is correct. <laughs> okay.
0: And I am also going to say that machine harvesting
1: is the other uh, way that uh, that yeah, great. That's
2: are. right. Yeah, yeah, you got them both. That's it.
1: I I thought you were going to fall for the vacuum harvesting. I thought about right it. Well, right you there. chuckled was halfway through. One. I was like, I know you can't. <laughs> you can, can't yeah,
2: make it through your own joke. You, totally. <laughs> I know. It was just such. It's so, so ridiculous to just picture. People with portable vacuum sucking grapes (laughs) off the vine its (laughs) It's, (laughs) it's absolute absurdity. Drone harvesting is probably
0: in the future, I'm sure. I would agree with that. It's coming. For sure.
2: For sure. So, and the, you usually see hand harvesting on higher end wines. It's a lot more expensive to actually bring a crew out there and go through and pick the grapes as opposed to machine harvesting where they literally just have this tractor looking thing, rip rip down the rows and get the different grapes off the vine. So, and that is this week's game. Uh, next week, we will continue with the winemaking process.
1: Wait, uh, sorry, point of inquiry. Yeah. Um,
2: I don't get another question. No, you lose. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so this is an, uh, oh we're gonna roll this into next yeah, this is a multi-week game and there will be a fair okay. opportunity throughout the game to get the same amount of. i was just putting that question out
1: there for the listener to really go ahead and drive that home i wasn't secretly just worried and really nervous that i was getting the shaft right now i just want to make sure everybody no. knew the rules no, no. i imagine joe goes <laughs> first next week right
0: because there was definitely an advantage so. that's correct all right but until then uh i uh insurmountable lead. So yes. I, I, learned, I learned four things uh, during this week. I, I learned that grapes get harvested in, in the, the fall-ish season uh, in most amateur. <laughs> I learned that you do not check ripeness because of the color of the leaves. And I learned <laughs> that grapes get harvested by hand or by machine. And I learned
1: that I'm better at this game than Joel. <laughs> See, that's, that's the kind of thing I'm going to have to live with now for the next week. And it's the week where Aaron's going to ah. be in town. Before we record, and all I'm going to hear the whole time is how you're winning seven and old I'm days. Seven old days of your this life are going
0: to be miserable It's going to be wonderful.
1: All right. I
0: thoroughly enjoyed that game. Thank you, Colin. That was a lot of fun. Hey, I'm glad. Yeah. Good, good. 100%. That was great. So now that we've played some games and learned some stuff, we should probably smell this wine.
1: <laughs> Tastes like wine
0: all right gentlemen uh i've been swirling this for a while and man I, I feel like i don't even need to hold my face near this glass colin what you getting?
2: yeah it's uh it's definitely pretty expressive i would agree with that you get a lot of black fruit some blackberry you want me to go are you sure i don't want to take all the words yeah okay.
1: I, no no no. i think this will be cool because you go and then i'll see if i can find something okay, that you cool. didn't mention right. yeah i just won't say anything i'm
2: <laughs> definitely getting some dark plum in there too uh-huh. I'm getting quite a bit of oak influence as well. There's some definite vanilla on there. Well, don't take all the words. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. I'll, I'll stop there then. Okay,
1: Joel, what, what are you getting? Definitely harvested sometime around September, I would say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> By I vacuum, like, I yep, believe. Maybe, right. uh, maybe October. Maybe October. Drone, this is drone wine.
0: Yeah. Has that drone yeah. scent
1: to it. Okay. No, thanks honestly, for oh, yeah, what? He- uh, no, you nailed it. Plum, definitely. You can tell it's it's seen some oak. I don't know if I'm getting anything in addition to what you said. The only thing and I was saying You son of a gun! <laughs> <laughs> now I need to go find another one. Hang on. <laughs> no, I think you nailed it, Aaron. Feel like I feel like I always
0: think I smell this, but I don't know if I smell it. But at this point, I'm just like dark red wines. I smell it. I'm gonna say vanilla. Oh yeah, no one said vanilla yet. I think I smell a little yeah, vanilla. I call it vanilla. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah, I, I said I said vanilla. Well, shoot, I wasn't listening. <laughs> but so you're right. And then I have one more. If you guys don't mind, do you mind? Go for it. You what about that? Right. almost like a, a meaty quality, like almost like cured, cured meat, a little bit? Wow, you get any of that? Do I want to smell that? You know, no, I want. <laughs> yes, yes, you do. It's quite lovely when it's done correctly. What do you mean by that? Kind of like a salami, almost. Do I want to smell that, in my wine? It's it's like it's a very Syrah-y thing. Yeah, no, it's it's a little it's it's a little in there. It's not. It's definitely not one of the main flavors, but you get it a, just a tad, tad bit at the, the end. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to think about that one for a little bit.
0: <laughs> well, now that we have some some smells to think about, let's go ahead and taste this guy. I'm excited. I'm actually. I'm gonna be honest. I, I was a little nervous about tasting this because the scent was
2: so aromatic it was such a strong smell i was like oh man i don't know i like the way this tastes but that's what you want that's technically a good quality wine is a wine that is very aromatically expressive with good aromatics you know you don't want it to smell like poop (laughs) Uh,
0: or but i don't know now you're like a meat flavor in here and i don't know why it should smell like anymore
1: okay let's go see if the the flavor matches the nice smell that i picked out i want to jump in because i when i when i drink this i get something uh that i didn't really pick up on the nose here but uh Blueberry, lots of blueberry in there for me.
2: Um, I'm down with that for sure. So, you got blueberry? Anything else? Yeah, I'm um, definitely get a lot of that black pepper. I think it's a pretty peppery. One definitely also those other black fruits, the plum, a little bit of that blackberry as well. But I like blueberry, I think that's a really good call. And then, I do honestly, I do get a little bit of that meaty quality. It's not a lot again, it's just but it kind of it's almost like a texture and flavor thing. It's a little bit oily on the back of the palate. and then if you just think of like what you would think of a cured meat you know it, it kind of has that that savory finish and maybe that's a better way to describe it as savory
1: i'm with you there because yeah i still the the meat part of what you're saying I'm, I'm i'm having trouble picking up on that but when you talk about yeah like a saltiness or like a brininess but not in a uh not in like a very bright way, like in a like you were saying, a very savory way, but like a savory brightness. Then I'm I'm with you. Okay, so I guess I'm just I'm saying I'm saying exactly what you're saying, but I'm using more words to say it. Yes, I think we're on the same page. Now I, I don't have any other uh, uh,
0: tasting notes there, but I, I do say from it from a structure standpoint, like I'm also very much enjoying uh, this wine. It's it's got a really good balance to it. I think this is a 3.9 percent wine, which is you know right up there with the other wines that we've 3. been trying. Sorry, 13.9. any nine. alcohol in this <laughs> one? Okay. This is a 3.9 uh, glass of water that we're, no. we're consuming right here. That's Sorry, 13.9% wine, which I think is a very funny number. Like so many of the wines are just like 14% where like mm, didn't quite get there. <laughs> but again, like doesn't have that burn. Yeah,
2: it's very well balanced. The tannin is probably medium tannin. I'd also probably say medium acidity. You know, it's not too, too big on either one of those. You're right. The alcohol is well blended. It's structurally pretty pretty well put together mm-hmm.
0: okay so good tastes good smell good grief all right folks so what <laughs> do we think do we like it
1: yeah but did they like it it's time for the review
0: guys i am feeling pretty confident i'm proud of myself i feel like i have evolved I beat Joel at a trivia game today. I got a wine that you two didn't throw out a window, but I don't know. I would love to hear your thoughts first. Joel,
1: why don't you kick us off? How are you feeling about this guy? I am proud of you. You should feel confident because I think you nailed it. I think you nailed it. Like y'all are saying, yeah, I think just structurally really nicely put together. I was kind of shocked. Um, at how sort of medium bodied this Syrah is, I feel like sometimes I equate Syrah with really, really bold, almost sometimes
2: overwhelming wines. And this is this is not that at all. That is a that's a style factor. So Syrah can be huge totally. and big and bold, but this is yeah. not that. This is a much lighter style of Syrah. So uh, you're not wrong when thinking that that can be Syrah, but this bottle is definitely not that. I'll take it.
1: I love it. I think I'm going to go ahead and put this on my table, uh, very firmly on my kitchen table. Solid, solid wine. Would want to open this up on, on many an occasion. So yes, absolutely. going on my kitchen table and, and congratulations, Aaron, on picking, I think, the finest <laughs> wine that you have brought to the table on this podcast so far.
0: The, the only wine that you yeah. have referred to as fine. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> going, it's fine. <laughs> all right thank you joel i am honored colin how you (laughs) feeling?
2: yeah I, i agree i think this is a pretty solid kitchen table wine it's a really just i think a good example of cooler climate syrah it kind of hits all the tasting notes it's just really tasty like joel said it's very structurally well balanced and overall it's it's a wine i would absolutely like to drink again so i'm for sure putting it on my kitchen table Awesome. Awesome.
0: And I'm right there with y'all. I, you know, I feel like last week, all three of us put a, put a wine in our wine fridge at the same time. Two weeks ago, two weeks ago. What year is it? Yes. Uh, two weeks ago, we all put our wine in a wine fridge and I don't think I'm there, but I'm also at this point. I'm just like, we've had three really good red wines kind of like in repetition. And, so we have the Cote and then we have the Rioja and now we have a Syrah and they're all like really solid And now I'm like, shoot, I kind of want to buy all these all over again and like kind of put them next to each other and really start digging into the differences because while they're not, you know, the same wine, they're all like really solid reds all within a really awesome price factor within 18 to like $22 solid kitchen table wines all around. So clearly
2: not a waste of your wine, like $20 price point buy this wine. Now it's, this is the kind of wine, like you could buy a case of and be cool just having it around. And when you want just a solid red wine, you just pull one of these out because it's just it's just a really easy drinker. Like it's it's just good. It's a good one. This is the kind of wine you should be drinking. Yeah.
0: And to, to that point, like I remember, um, you know, we really liked the Rioja because it was so complex. But we also kind of name like some folks might not like this one. You know, like this might be something that, you know, we, we said it was a thinker. This is this is just a good. I, I feel like most people who like reds would very much enjoy this wine. There's nothing about you know super unique and, and like pushing in different direction. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but I feel like this would just be a crowd pleaser in general.
2: Yeah, I don't totally disagree, but I mean, Syrah can be polarizing in certain situations. You know, it's not everybody has their own thing. So, but I I would agree for for my tastes anyway, and what I would like to share with my friends, this is. This is one I would put on my table again and again and again. So
0: Agreed. Awesome. Joel, anything else to add? Uh, Nope. Okay. (laughs) Great. Uh, (laughs) I didn't didn't want to cut you out. All right, folks. So we have a Gordon Estate 2018 Syrah (laughs) uh, from the Columbia Valley. It is a good one. Grab it around 20 bucks.
2: Colin, would you like to remind our folks where they can engage with us in the world? Yeah, sure. You can check us out on our website, stopwastingyourwine.com. We are also over on Instagram at stopwastingyourwine, When you'll be interacting with the lovely Aaron. He's the the fingers behind the ground. Ooh. I, I don't know what that uh, means. They're hard at work. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. There we go. And, uh, you know, we'd love you guys to interact with us, whether you're sliding into our DMs. Is that what the kids say? Oh, God you uh, you're never uh,
0: joel you need to learn about our yeah. social media uh, I I'm, gonna to right now. Uh, I'm,
2: I'm gonna do it next
1: week i'm gonna do it next week i got it yeah this is getting a little too weird. i've
2: never been so uncomfortable just uh reach out to us we'd love to hear from you and if you could share the podcast with your friends we'd also very much appreciate that
1: very good yes
0: awesome very very good <laughs> Yeah. Appreciate you all very much. We're seeing some really great jump in our listenership and our support on Instagram. Over 500 listens, over 500 followers on Instagram. Really excited to be here. And thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. All right. It was a great one. We'll see you all next week. Have a good night. Bye, y'all. Bye. Thanks for listening.
2: Bye.